the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. This is episode 183, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We're calling this one tough love, tough love for the black and gold, because honestly, I think they deserve it at this point. <sighs> Shall I begin, Junior? Welcome back, brother, to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Let's van yeah, complaint I, department. Oof. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I know Seattle's coming quick, but I got to get my two cents in because honestly, things have to get better if we're going to be the club that challenges everything, that pushes everything that we claim to be the swagger. Yep. You got to match it on the field. So that's that's, that's right. where my my head is at right now, and people are like, "Oh man, is he going to go there?" Yeah, I am going to go there. I have yeah. to go there. I love this yep. team too much not to go there. There's so, no doubt the thirty two fifty two is doing everything we can, and we need to. We put in everything. We're there. We're always there, traveling every game this season. We've been traveling. We've been to every away game, right? Right. I'm Match not sure intensity. the rest of the squad has, and that's, that's my right. issue. Okay, we're there. Are you? We were ready for the last match. Were you? That's the feeling I'm getting at this point. So let me call it out because I think that's where we're at. Uh, first off, when you walk, when your walk doesn't match up with the talk, you get called out. That's right. One. Uh, when the actions of the collective underwhelm in a rivalry match, you call it out. You have to call it out. This is a rivalry match. Simply put, until you win MLS Cup, until you do the things that you're trying to do, handle the local rivals first. Because the only thing people are going to remember is the last match you play against your rival until you get the bigger prize. That's that's life. That's real world. Mm-hmm. You have to handle the local rival. And if you're not and you're losing that rivalry, you're second fiddle. It stinks, but that's the truth. Uh, when failures are repeated in the critical stages of matches, you call it out. Yeah. Exactly. You have to call it out. We can't, you know, it goes back to the Horta situation, right? When we could have had our first win against these guys and it happened. What happens this one? Another flashback, errant passes, uh, getting stripped in your own half. These are critical stages of a match and you gave it away. Doesn't matter how beautifully you dance. If you fall, you fall. So call it out. Uh, When the opportunity to level a local rivalry appears to be fading, you have to call it out. We're now two matches back in the rivalry. We could have evened this thing out. Now we're chasing, and we only have two more games to play against them this year. The best you can do is tie it unless you can take them out in the playoffs, which got to be real. If we do our job and they kind of do theirs, they still might not make it. So let's be real. Uh, when the club that you love uh, sits at the slowest competitive standing in its very short history, you call it out. We'll talk about that too today. Has to be addressed. Um, and finally, enough is enough, right? It's time for our challenger club to be a challenger, uh, mm-hmm. to take the local crown because you haven't taken it yet. Yes, we've taken it in the streets. We have. A lot of that can be attributed to the 3252 and the support that we have. But that's not something you can take for granted. The spirit, the, the energy, those can fade if you don't pay off. That's a risk, a real risk. Nobody in this town likes the second fiddle. They don't. That That's hard truth. And if it looks like you're legitimately challenging to be the top dog, be people stick around. If it doesn't look like you're going to be the top dog, 
people fade. I'm not going anywhere. Junior, I know you're not going anywhere. Most of nope. 3252 is not going anywhere, but others will. And that's a risk, especially in MLS. It's not inherent that you're going to have a huge crowd. So if you can't stay competitive, you have a problem. And if you're falling behind in your rivalry, you definitely have a problem. So you can see, guys, where my head's at before we get into everything else. I'm just looking at it, and I am ranting because, honestly, I feel there's a risk here that we're developing a culture of choking in the big game, of falling flat in the big moments and not getting the job done. And dangerous. that is a risk. It's dangerous. We're on. We're at this edge this season. If this season turns out to be like a subpar season, I really worry when things get back to normal what next season is going to look like. There's a lot that, that's riding on this year that you have to get done. People are going to be moving. People are going to be sold. The window in this crop of talent may be closing. New will come in. We know this. But there's no promise they're successful. This group has been to a point. But they need to get to the big picture. Um, this is L.A. We all get that this is L.A. I hope that you as a club or I'd say guys on the field get that this is L.A. and the expectations. Follow through. Step up. Don't give the games away. Um, and, of course, we're faithful. We will be faithful. And we call these things out because we are faithful. I'm not saying these things to take a shot or hurt people. I'm saying it because I really worry that we'll lose our standing. I really worry that we'll lose our edge because we do have one. It just looks like there's there's some cracks in the in the armor, you could say. So make it happen. Get after these guys. Even this thing up this season. That is your challenge. If you can't do that, we have a problem. This is a local rivalry. Handle it. Simple. Um, and with that, welcome back, everybody. We'll get back in the show now that I'm done with my rant. And we'll talk about the game. And we'll do that. Um, and just know, we to have be clear, some... we, we, we rant and we, and we do this because we care. We love our club simple it's as that. that simple man it hurts it really hurts to see what happened to our team again and the way it happened that, the way it happened nailed dude, it, dude enough is enough yeah. enough is enough you know we love kobe for so many reasons number one reason mama mentality right yeah where's the yep. lafc mentality give us the ollie mentality if you want to call it that but there has mm -hmm. to be something there you have to show a little bit of guts right a little bit of edge because they're showing it Right, you, you got to make it mean. You, I get it. You got more skill. You got the talent. You, you've got the touch. And we'll talk about the domination of the match, just not the last final third. But now you just got to get the job done. I don't care if it's ugly. Just get the job done. Mm -hmm. So there it is. Um, this episode, we're going to do a lot like we did last episode, just so everyone knows. I think everybody likes the, the three-section format, keeping it small, keeping the conversations tight, and those who are on are basically specialists for those moments. Uh, it flow, it, there was a good flow to it last week. I think we're going to keep it that way because, honestly, I think we have fun with it. Right, Junior? You have a good time with the short burst. I have a blast. There it is. There it is. It's it's just, it's fun. And I will say this, the ability to have up to like six people on the show with me each episode is really cool, which means that some of you guys that really want to come on, that really love doing this stuff, ask me to come on. Like if you've got some, if you got something to say, let me know. Uh, that way we could find a way to get you into some of these segments because I know there's so many amazing voices in the LAFC faithful that I would love to feature. 
I think our new format gives us that shot to do that without being stuck in for an hour. So bring it guys. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to have you guys come on. Um, so yeah, format's going to be the same tonight's format though. will include junior to start things off. He's going to go over the galaxy match. Uh, second is going to be good old punk. He's already waiting in the wings. I see him down there. He's like, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. So he'll be jumping on for community and uh, vinyl. And then finally, Caesar is going to jump on to give us a bit of a crazy preview for Seattle because they had an eventful week so far. So we got to cover that too. So let's get after it, Junior. I guess we have to do it, right? We have to yep. talk about the collapse in Carson because that is what it is. Uh, so in the lead up, just for safety's sake, Everything was marketed around Carlos Vela coming into this game. Oh, Vela, Vela, Vela. He's a game-time decision, but Vela, Vela. Vela versus Chicharito. Dude, this was a letdown because he didn't play. You know? And and that's the nature of the beast. It's the sport. If he's not healthy, he's not healthy. It's just the marketing was really tough on everybody. It was. But we have the talent, right? And we could still battle without Vela. We've shown we can already this year. That's exactly so it. We, sh- we shouldn't be dependent or relying on one player, no matter how great he is. Right. The one player reliance and domination and and fealty, that's something you leave in Carson, right? Yeah, that's right. That's how it should be. And we should be the collective, the one that gets the job done. The team. Right. Like the team. I mean, that was the mindset coming into this whole thing, how this team was supposed to be built. Well, the first, there's been a few games this season already that showed that could be there. Um, this one should have been one of those matches as well, but we'll talk about how that didn't quite work out. Junior, who actually did make it on the field for this match? Okay, start with the bad guys. Um, they had Biafania at back, Williams, Stairs, uh, Araujo, Bond at goalkeeping. Uh, Jonathan, Saldana, uh, Legit, Zubak, Grancer, and Chicha up front. Almost... Hmm the way we called it with the exception of uh, Zubak and Saldana. Yeah. It's the other defensive mid situation, right? Yeah. They were kind of like, there was three, three supposed players you could use. And they went with Saldana who I think he was in there for like game one or two and then disappeared for a couple games. And now he's, he came back for this one. So interesting lineup. And then for us, what was the big feature? Uh, so we had Cisneaga and, we had Blackmon, Murillo, Segura, Palacios, Palacio, Atuesta, K, Baird, Rossi, Cifuentes. Was anybody shocked by this lineup? <laughs> Except maybe Cifuentes playing up high again, right? Yeah. That that could be something, but uh, under the circumstances with Vela, what's she going to do? And it worked. It kind of worked against Seattle, so Seattle's a better team than this one, so maybe that was the thought, except he kind of played a little bit on the outside, didn't he, this time? He did. He did. Which is a little a little interesting. I think Rossi's stronger there, but you know how we move around all the time anyways, and it switches up, and okay, we get it. You know, That's fine. Uh, lineup is what it is, and in all honesty, the run of play was ours pretty much the entire match. First half, basically that was happening. We were dictating the play. There were a few sketchy moments, but dictating the play. Uh, I'll be real. The goal that they, they scored on us was completely against the grain. It was a breakout. It was Cifuentes getting stripped. Um, a bang-bang play with a slide tackle that the player that did it already admitted today that there was no intent to pass the ball. He was just trying to get the ball away from Cifuentes. And 
an, a fortunate bounce, right? It goes straight to Chicharito, who was playing playing right on the line, which he was playing past the line. Let's be real. Uh, and, if and you're that in England a... and using their version of VAR, this gets called back. Sorry, yep. that's true. That's what I was getting uh, at. Right? You see the little red line? We don't have that, of course, because it's MLS, and we like gray area, I guess, especially for certain teams, maybe some that are chosen. Who knows? Put my tinfoil hat. What the hell? Uh, right. So he gets through. He breaks through. I think we benefited last time against Houston with Baird possibly being offside. So, yeah, life is life. It happens. Um, Blackman couldn't react to it because, honestly, it's a bang-bang play. I know Bob called that out like he was kind of out of position. To me, the whole story is Sifuentes getting stripped. I mean, that yeah. if you're breaking out of your own half and you get, you get dispossessed, that's a cardinal sin in my book. Um, you can talk about where Blackman was standing, which Bob did, but the, the, the real conversation is the midfield midfielder trying to play striker that broke out as if he had more room that he didn't have and got caught. Yep. Way too where does close. Blaine fall? Does that fall on Cifuentes? Because, of course, he's the guy in the moment. Does it fall on the fact that he was placed there out of position to play out of position for that match and comfort level isn't quite there, right? Uh, any old way, it happened. That's how it plays. It happened. So your reaction is what counts most at this point, right? It's a match. It happens. Things happen. But you know what? We battle back. We work it back. We put in our time. We should have scored in the first half. It should have been level. All signs, all momentum, everything was showing that we were going to level this thing by halftime. It just didn't seem to happen. I mean, that was that's unfortunate. You know, there was some passes at the top of the box that shouldn't have been made. I always say there's times where the guys should just count the two, then make their move. Because sometimes they get too automatic with things too quick. Then maybe if you just let the flow flow past you for a split second longer, then a lane will just open up. Because to be honest, the Galaxy were kind of cheating on their coverage. They were overload, 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 overload. Because they were assuming we were going to play it that fast. So you're kind of like, well, what if you just take a step forward? Take a couple yards forward. What's going to happen now? Throw their time out. Break them. Yeah. yeah, well, the break them. We ever, there was no creative creativity in the first half that really showed that. There were moments, but just nah, no breakthrough. And it mm-hmm. was hard. Uh, second half comes about. Usually, you know how we are in second half. We get into trouble really early. Didn't I didn't really see anything like that was going to happen. It was more of us just getting back into it. Uh, we found our flow again. There were a bunch of substitutions made, some questionable. Uh, Caesar, would you, would you want to call it any of those substitutions? Because they were, you know, I think Sefuentes got pulled, right? It was, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I It was weird to me. I, I don't like making changes when you have dominance. I just don't. Right, right. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, everybody's gelling. You, you know, you, it looks like everybody's kind of, figured out each, each other and and it's flowing why break it up why, why stop it it's that's that's like a, a strategic move that the opposing coach does you know when when their team is not doing well and the other team is flowing right you you throw in a sub sometimes as a as a part of a strategy you know to, to break them up put a break in their in their flow right and and it, that that's how it works and our guys have the flow mm-hmm you know, by the sixty-first, by the sixty-second minute, when when Rossi scored from Barrett, it was typical us, right? 
bang, bang, play, get it out to the wing. He breaks through, he finishes. It's kind of almost textbook the way we do that play. Right. It's not, that's, that's pretty common for the way we overlap from the way we, we enter the box. It was typical, right? Um, no one was shocked by that goal. But then the more changes occur, and eventually Baird goes out, which, as far as I'm concerned, Baird did his job on the day. Junior, how was what was your take on Baird's performance? Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. You know, Baird coming out and being replaced by, you know, not not trying to take a shot at his sub, but yeah, Baird was okay. I, you know, Baird was okay. Bright spots out there, you know, and and to be subbed out was puzzling. I mean, I don't. How do you feel about it? it especially for the player so, that came in. Anecdotally, right? Uh, so here's the deal. If you had watched the game for Las Vegas Lights against Galaxy 2, <laughs> the guys that played in that game, honestly, like I couldn't think of any that played in that match that would earn a chance to wear the kid on the day. Like, you well, how about, specifically, how about specifically okay. that stuff? So Danny Masofsky, okay? <laughs> Danny, to me, played a dog of a match against Galaxy 2. I did not like his performance on the day. That's my personal opinion. It just did not look like he was in form on the day. Usually when a player is not in form against the number two side, he doesn't feature against the number one side. Does one he would think up? unless uh, do we have a choice? Okay. Right. I mean, it's who we are fielding and you want to Cal Jennings to do it. I, I don't know. Um, so he's there and that's the guy he uses. And he put in pretty much the same performance that he did against Galaxy 2. Did I didn't see a big change, right? Did you see him stand out at all in this match when he came Not in? Not at all. Not at all. No. And, and it, it stinks because we've seen we've seen the Moose play some great games. Absolutely. This one he seemed like he was chasing it yeah. from the first minute he was into the game. It didn't there was a different flow to it. Baird coming out actually hurt us. He was playing his own game. Yeah, you know, and again, you're playing a guy that plays better out wide to a guy that plays better in the middle. Mm. So the dynamic's a little bit different. I guess you want him as a target. Is that the thought? I don't know. But it wasn't paying dividends, that's for certain. And I think after all the substitutions that we made, it to me, it didn't. we didn't look better. We actually looked like we dropped off and it became more of a back and forth and it kind of evened the match out from that point forward. And they were getting chances and they were taking us on good counters. And it was being an issue. We were starting to take yellow cars. We were, it, it just evened. It wasn't, the moves didn't work. It kind of backfired for us. So there were still chances to me. We still could have taken this game. And then, of course, in the 79th minute, the unthinkable occurs, except as an LAFC fan, I guess we should say that is the thinkable occurred. Somebody did something crazy. Turned over the ball in their own box. Blackman gets the ball put between his legs. And an easy finish to the back post that Cisniega had zero opportunity to stop. Right. I mean, you know. No, yeah, no fault to Cisniega. And what happens, basically DPs 2 versus DP1. There's your score. Two DPs playing, two goals for them. We have one DP, we get one goal. Yay. Uh, yeah, so there it is. Uh, they take the lead. Our guys at this point with 10 minutes to play are scrambling because that wasn't a part of the game. Um, trying to find themselves, battling to find themselves. Be real. I mean, you get throttled like that late. It's it's going to take you down, right? I mean, that that's that simple. They fought. They tried. They tried to get back, but it was too little, too late in their house. And 
that's all she wrote. We Game threw over. away another another critical match against the Galaxy, one that we really should have had a real chance to take. Uh, strongest chance we've ever had to take one in their house, and we lost it. Um, they didn't win it. We lost it. I don't care. Everybody wants to kiss their butts about getting their result. Break it down. This was ours to take. We gave it to them. We gifted them the win. We That's gifted right. them the, the bragging rights, which MLS right away sprayed their players across the city skyline as if they had won the city. You know, where was that from MLS when, you know, we knocked them out of comp three different competitions? Mm -hmm. Never saw that. But MLS right away. It's their city. Really? Really? Okay. I see where this is at. Favorites being played as always, the chosen ones. Uh, so if that doesn't get you angry, like it gets me angry, I, there's something wrong with you. If it doesn't get the boys angry, there's really something wrong. Um, now you understand the score. You have to destroy them. It's that simple. You have to play angry. You have to play nasty. You have to do every dirty trick in the book to beat them. If it's going to be a slugfest, make it a slugfest. Sometimes you don't have to be pretty to get the job done, but you better win the next one. Mm -hmm. I think they'll be held to pay from all of us and probably this coaching staff as well. And honestly, you're going to lose the city if you keep doing these things. So right. you better win the next one. Right. You know, that's it. So real talk. We blew it. That's simple. That's simple. And Junior, it's how, just, do you, how do you feel? It, it, exactly. I mean, it, it's, it's what we said on the last episode that they, they can't beat us. They just can't. If it's, it's, it's for us to lose. If we lose, it's because we did it to ourselves. They they just can't beat us. Yeah. They're not built that way. Um, but that's why it's the most – that's what's the most frustrating for me, that it's it, – it, to me, it's mentality. There's something going up there. You know, you can't blame Zlatan, Miller, um, or whoever else. You know, it, it – they're gone. They're not even around on either team. So it's a mentality. There, there's something. It's us. Yeah, there's something. And in, in, be it in this locker room or, or, or whatever it is, there's some kind of hump that they just can't seem. Hire a fucking. I mean, hire a. <laughs> you can't help it. I know. I know. It's been hard for me in this whole this whole episode not to just drop the bomb, right? Um, I mean, yeah, hire a hypnotist or something. You know, Dude, what, burn, what is burn it? Burn something in that locker room. Like, get get something. Yeah, make a sacrifice in a good kind of way. Like, bless the posts. I don't right. know. Bless the shoes. Get the holy water out there. Find something. Right, right. Because it does I, feel like a curse right now. Yeah, I mean, I can call Father Jay from St. Cornelius and have him go over there and just bless the, the team. Right. Or whatever's needed. Like, some there's some hump. And that's what we need to figure out. What What is this? hump that they're not better so, man there's there's a couple things to say on that uh one the substitutions weren't what they should have been right that's coaching playing a guy out of position that's coaching uh putting the wrong guys in for the lfc2 game you could call that out too uh not being able to find a third dp that sticks that's a thing right you have three DPs that are functional, not one that that's vacationing in Portugal right now, uh, right? He's on holiday while we pay him. Uh, maybe we have a better result against these guys. But it seems to me like we can't get a third DP that sticks. Uh, after Rossi and Vela, 
you get to question the big signings after that. Should we should we right. list them? I mean, do we have to? I mean, do we want to really go there? We can go all the way back to Gaber. We can go back to to Horta. Fito. Big money. Yeah, Zelaya, right? Unfit Fito. Uh, Nahar, Nahar. Nahar, who featured rather well for DC today. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it seems like our international or our big signings as of late haven't quite panned the way we thought they would, uh, especially the DPs. We're, we're 0 for 2 for the third DP. Um, that affects things because if that does work, where are we sitting now? You know? Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. When you lose rivalry games, you get to question everything as you should. Yeah. And go, okay, state of the club. You yeah. don't get a you don't get a mulligan. You don't get a gimme because Yeah, no hall passes. It, you lay everything out. No. So now it's like, okay, now everyone's more accountable. Especially if the window's closing on some of these players and they're getting sold, which there was an article from that featured Thorrington saying that pretty, pretty much Rossi should have been gone. So who's the next one then? Right? So there it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, accountability has to be made. I know Bob did say he was apolog- he kind of apologized to 3252 for, for how it went. That's fine. That's good. That's acceptable. Right. That's, that's uh, cute, but I don't know. But if now anybody, you gotta get better. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if anybody in a 32 wants a, an apology. No, I just want the right decisions. I want the right people in. I want the job done. We want wins. I want to own this rivalry. That's, that's what right. I want. Right. Walk the walk. That's right. So, yeah, you know, and and now we have B-Rod coming back because we can't open up that third EP. Like, what's that going to do? I don't know. Um, We already saw how that worked out. So, there we are. If we can play pity party or guys can just wake up and get the job done. As long as we don't have the talent. Get the job done. Make it happen. Right? We're here. It sounds easy, but... Again, let's look at the stats here. You had 61% possession. Okay. All right. What uh, about your shots. Passing. We had 439 completed passes to 234. 200 more passes? Really? Uh, 83% to 72. I mean, I know they're just absorbing and waiting for us to screw up. I mean, that, that was their game plan, and it, it worked to a T. Um, fouls, 14 to 11. They had... Four offsides, we had none. So where's the high line, right, guys? Maybe you should get caught a few more times trying to push something. Mm-hmm. Uh, crosses, we only completed four crosses on the day. So did they, but they hardly played. So there's that. Duels won. They out. They out. They beat us in duels, fifty-six to fifty-two. Aerials, they beat us fifteen to sixteen. So they beat us in the air. Uh, interceptions, they had sixteen. We had twelve. They had six yellow cards. Really, we had one. Um, and then they had four saves when they had one save on the day because they didn't really challenge us except for when we gave them a chance to. Gave them a chance to. Wait, so what does it come back to? Guys, how many yellows did they have? Six. And we had? One. Get mean. Oof. Come on. Get tough. Get we tough, talked about it on the last episode. Nasty. Yeah, earn an orange. Simple. Do something. Make somebody mad. Get them off their game. So, yeah. You know, can, can we go back to uh, the third DP? We can if you want to. Just real quick. Um, I, I don't know who it was that mentioned it. Um, I think it's Marvin. You think to uh, signing too many young experiments, 
we need another Vela, another seasoned vet. Yeah. I want Some, somebody proven, that can change the game. Somebody yeah. proven. Yeah, somebody already weathered. Isn't that what we got BWP last year? Oh, man. What a great signing, huh? Right. He came in scoring like a son of a gun. He's playing for Columbus now. He could have been playing for us again this year. And scoring, most likely. Creating yeah. his own his own goals. Yep. Yep. So coulda, woulda, shoulda. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. So that's that. Get better, make motions, make moves. You should have enough show up in DP spot if you get the job done and sell B-Rod for five bucks. I don't care. Make a move. He wants to move on. We want him to move on. Make everybody happy. Make it happen and start making a purchase. For a get bag of soccer balls? I don't care what it is. An Amazon Prime membership. I don't care. Just, just go, please. Like, if you don't want to be here, I get it. That's fine. Nothing personal. Just make the moves. Right. The moves. So right. Uh, that's me. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I know a lot of you are feeling the same pain, and we'll cover that in the comments towards the end. So I highly encourage everybody to throw their comments up there, throw their questions. So when we get to the Q&A period, we can make this one hot, crazy, and nuts. So there it is. Uh, final hot takes from you, sir, before we move on to talking about community and getting to the next match. I'll try to keep it brief, man. Um, we're all hot, as we should be. Um, but trying to be optimistic, you know, I, the sky's not falling just yet. But as Joseph mentioned, it's a slippery slope. And if we get in that frame of mind, um, it, it's tough to dig yourself back out. And we can't allow ourselves to, to, to fall in that hole and begin to maybe lose a city, which we've already won. We've won. I mean, I went to Lowe's yesterday. I ran into two guys with LAFC hats and one guy who had moved in or moved to LA from DC. He was a DC United fan and he was just hyping the team up, man. He's like, you got to, you guys have a beautiful team. You guys play really well and attractive and Bella the whole thing. Right. And, um, we just got to play it like we're built to play. And from here on out, if, you know, we don't have the player or two that we need, everybody has to dig deep and, and, and find it in themselves to, you know, carry that extra weight if they have to and, and, and pull out that win. Uh, match the 3252's intensity. We all bring it hard. And that's all we ask. Match our intensity. Match our heart. Simple. Simple. We're, we are that club. We claim to be that club. Now let's pay off. That's right. We need the payoff. So next up is Seattle, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes, uh, which is honestly the best team in the West by far from what we've seen in the short season. They had some adversity against San Jose, and we'll discuss that as well because they, they did have some uh, real adversity. Mm-hmm. And so we hopefully get Vela back and make it happen. But we'll we'll bring Caesar on for that conversation. Uh, but at this point, I think we're ready to move on from Carson, though we never will, not until August 28th when we play again and maybe 
October 3rd when we play them again, because at that point we even up the series if we do our jobs. Uh, but I'll still be stewing till we get to that point, because that's how rivalries work, right? That's right. Use it as an energy to get better. So that's right. On that note, brother, uh, any final thoughts before I let you sub out for the one and only LAFC Punk? I'm done. Uh, everything I all I have left for f bombs. There it is. Throw it at the wall, man. Put it on a post-it note. Bring it up in a couple weeks and laugh at it because you know how things go with time. So, brother, thank you again for your contributions in the 32nd minute substitution, Junior, for the LAFC Punk. Thanks again, brother. That means none other than the LAFC Punk is back. Welcome back, sir, to the show. Nice to be back. Uh, would have been better if we would have won. My uh Bank accounts four dollars less because I had to pay up a bet with uh, Mr. Carter for a coffee. So, but hey, I'm a man of my word. I bought him a coffee. And speaking of coffee, the morning of the game, I bumped into a Carson fan getting my coffee. Really cool guy. He said he was going to listen tonight. I forgot his name, but he gave props to the 3252. He's like, "You guys bring it. You guys don't stop." And I thought it was cool. We had a great talk about football, and uh, he had mad respect for us, the supporters. Uh, he hates the team, but he said you supporters are awesome. So I thought that was kind of cool. We had we had a good talk. So even though yeah, we lost I mean them. most most Galaxy fans they know they know. I, I think the reason they were acting like they won MLS Cup this last match is because they know they got away with something. I yeah, think they, they the look- vitriol and the madness is because they know that that they're walking out the room with a win that they probably didn't deserve. So I think they enjoyed beating us, the supporters, like, you know, knowing that we lost the game more than beating the team. I think they got more thrill out of that. It's kind of like when the Padres beat the Dodgers. It's kind of like the Padres fans act like they just won the World Series every time they beat us. But, you know, you know, so, but, hey, it's cool. We're all football fans, and it was cool having a decent talk with a Carson fan. Right. No, it's good. It's good to have friendly banter every once in a while. Um, yeah, critical, critical, uh, keep it friendly as best you can represent your clubs. The stay golden rule does apply. So all good. Stay higher than them. That's how it works. All right. So that being said, keeping things on the positive note, there is some community news that we definitely need to share because it's cool community news. That is good news for everybody that's trying to get back to the bank. And isn't that the goal guys? Cause y'all know. 3252 is the, the fuel on the fire for this side. They need us. They've shown that already. They've totally shown that. So you need to get bigger. Guess what? There's a plan for that. Uh, we've moved into what? A yellow alert locally in the county, which means the numbers get to increase for the stadium capacity. But there was also more news that we heard today from even the president talking about being mask-free in public settings that are outdoors you can't help but feel that there might be some say in that and maybe something that could influence us and maybe get us a better opportunity going forward in the stadium as well. The other thing is the vax section. You saw the tester one, but guess what, guys? It's going to get bigger. That's a beautiful thing. Punk, are you going to the next game? Yes, I will be at the next game uh, in the vaccinate section. I'm so excited. I I, I like, I, I'm not going to lie. When I got the message that I'll be going, I teared up just because uh, the bank means a lot to me, 3252. 
uh, I mean, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, and the 3252 helped me a lot in my mental health uh, two years ago, and tremendously. So when I found out I was going back, I haven't been at the bank since uh, we beat Carson in the playoffs. That was my last time there. So, wow. uh, okay. yeah, so it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be, I'll, I'm going to bring it. Uh, I will lose my voice. I will be, you know, supporting our, our club. Make it so, right? You're making yeah. it happen. So, again, everybody, pat yourselves on the back for wearing your mask, getting the job done, getting vaccinated because Punk's going to the game, and I know many more of you will be going to this next one. I don't know how big the new vac section is going to be. I think that's the super top secret dependent on people applying kind of situation. We'll see what happens there, but I know it's going to be bigger, a lot bigger. I know capacity is going to increase because we're getting the job done in L.A. County. The numbers are getting better. So, Yes, yes, yes. Make it happen. Get us there. It all seems to be working out, especially with the whole mask changes today with the vaccinations. Fast track. I know June 15th was the talk. Who knows where we're going? Could be quicker, but all signs are pointing to having a full bank by maybe the next time we get to play the, you know, those guys. Maybe August 28th, we can really scare them. So let's hope and pray that's the case. Uh, so that's good news. Uh, total testing solutions is still partnering with force with LAFC. I think that's where everything's going to get verified for everybody and vaccine, you know, get your vaccines verified. So definitely work with them. If you get the chance, uh, you can verify at mylinkpass.com. Uh, the code, I think we put up last time. We can always put that up again. Uh, but do it, get set, get yourself on your way. Uh, when you get that friendly email, pull the trigger. Simple as that. Um, I know I will be there, sir. You will be there. Many others will. We just don't know who they are yet because it's in the process. But we will have a bigger crowd. It'll keep growing if we do our job. So that was my rant on that end of things. Um, with Seattle coming in and with things getting a little bit better, there are now watch parties popping up all over the place for the match against Seattle on Sunday. Punk, you've kind of been asking around, seeing, well, where are these parties going to be for us vaccinated people or people that are in a space where we can socially distance and have a good time? Give us the heads up. What's going on this weekend? Yeah, I reached out to some of the supporter groups. Thank you to those who uh, got back to me. Uh, some of them are not. They're having kind of private parties only to those who are official members been vaccinated. They're not really publicizing it, so they kind of keep the numbers down. Uh, that there are watch parties. I miss, miss watch parties like crazy because i don't have season tickets i'm not able to go to every game so the watch parties is kind of where i interact with my supporter group uh, but i do have a few uh, watch parties listed here if for i encourage you guys go out if you've re vaccinated most of these are going to be outdoors so uh just keep it safe um i know d9u they put on theirs if you're sick don't come kind of common sense but here's the ones that i know of lafc crew will be meeting at it's at eola bar and grill in la it's uh the address is 2834 north broadway so it looks like it's the whole crew because they have an uh, empire connection as well so um uh so if you're cool going go uh empire boys i'll be at this one we're going to be meeting at the silver lakes uh, soccer fields in norco they have a ginormous outdoor patio area that is awesome we'll be meeting out there uh make sure you mention empire boys at the front gate or you will be charged for parking parking is free if you're going to the watch party just mention hey come here with the empire boys and you don't even have to be a member of the empire boys just show up and 
if you want to become a member of some of these uh, uh, supporter groups, you probably can at these. I know Empire Boys is going to have that at our party, so come on out. Uh, D9U is going to be meeting at a place called, I don't know this is, I don't know how to pronounce it. El so Copa my, uh, there we go. Uh, thank you. Their, <laughs> their address is 4087 and a half Whittier Boulevard, so they'll be meeting there. Uh, the Luckies, uh, they'll be posting it tomorrow, but they did send me the flyer uh, letting me know that they're going to be meeting at their usual place, Lucky Baldwin's Pub in Pasadena. Uh, if you really don't have to ask where the Luckies are going to meet, because that's where they were born and bred. So the Luckies are born and bred in, uh, at, the, at Lucky's. So, in the pub. Uh, yes. yeah, it's a great place to, to watch a game. So uh, if you're able to make it, if you're, especially if you're vaccinated, if you're not, they might have to wear a mask uh but it's gonna be yeah indoor settings i mean to be real indoor settings in la county will still be very restrictive even though the mandate came down from it's not even a mandate it's an advice i guess you could say from the federals federal government uh at this point it looks like la county is just going to maintain for right now especially in closed door settings so just be mindful of the rules as they come across remember you're dealing with city you're dealing with county dealing with state and they all seem to have a different story I know it's confusing. It is. But this is where we are. Just know that it's getting better. Um, for my group, Black Army, it's kind of limited number of in. If you want to go, just just hit us up and we'll we'll talk to you about that. Um, I think Expo is kind of the same thing. Just if if you know any groups that you want to hang out with and go to, just contact them directly. Um, most of us, because there's very limited capacity, really can't do like the big giant invites unless they have a big venue and we will get them down the line. But for now it's kind of more of pick and choose. It's got to stay small until we get the restrictions up. So definitely check with your local uh, supporter group, see where they're having it, jump on in. I'm sure everyone's going to be more than welcoming to those who can. Uh, again, we're getting closer back to normal to so make it. So it's all good. We just love being all together. That's the fun part. Um, yeah. I went to one last week. It was great. Losing my voice inside of a bar. It's perfect. It's beautiful. I miss um, it. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's going to happen again. It's going to get bigger. It's all going to work out. Uh, good things. Good things for yeah, sure. I'm excited. Uh, I, I don't even have to use a sick day for it. So I'll be there. I'm excited. So. There it is. He got the time off, folks. He got yeah. the time off. I will definitely be there. No question about that. I can't wait. Every match is the best match for me. The next match is always my favorite match. I always that's the way I am. Don't matter what happens on the field. The next one's the best one because I'm at another match. That's all that matters. Um, but, you know, we'll get better. It'll be better. Uh, there are some other things we do need to cover, of course, outside of watch parties. Athletes in the making. Yes, athletes in the making. Love you, Vic, man. Uh, he's got a raffle that he's doing with a ball autographed by both Vela and Rossi. Uh, you probably saw that from Defenders of the Bank. Uh, promoting it on their socials. Uh, I think we threw up a little bit today on it. Jump on, guys. This helps kids in PE courses. They learn sports through athletes in the making. They get equipment to register and play sports. So it can inspire kids. Uh, now that things are opening back up, sports is opening back up. And so kids are in need. Schools are in need. Athletes in the making goes to schools and basically takes every class for like an entire day and teaches them a sport. It's cool stuff like that. Check it out. Make your donation. Get into the raffle. Again, a ball autographed by Vela and Rossi is pretty darn massive. So definitely make the jump. Make it happen. Um, 
yeah all all good things uh definitely do it uh i know i will game on uh let's see and uh punk of course this is tradition what's our next segment yeah. sir all right the black and gold vinyl club uh, album of the week i want to thank those who voted on the discord of the black and gold vinyl club uh i this week i decided i picked two albums and uh let them vote between the two and uh the one behind me won, Fugazi Repeater. Fugazi is, they're awesome. That's all I got to say. They're one of those bands that never got big because they didn't want to. I can go on. We can do a whole podcast on Fugazi, and there probably has been. But great album. Uh, thank you to those who voted. Again, uh, you, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's part of the community. Again. We have this so many little sect groups of uh, LAFC supporters. We have our little clubs. So, uh, Thank you again to those who voted. Next week will be the one that lost this week. I think that's how far I go with that. So those of you who voted, you already know who's going to be next week. So if you're on right now, you'll probably comment and you'll know who it is. But uh, yeah, Fugazi is a great band. Uh, one of their, it's not my favorite song by Fugazi. He's an honest album, uh, Waiting Room. It's a great song. But uh, check out Fugazi. You also have Spotify, Apple Music. You can, they're on there. So. I mean, Waiting Room might be one of the best songs ever. Like, one of the best. Yeah. The best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah just... Whenever I'm in the doctor's office, and then uh, I I play that song on my, on my headphones. I'm like, all right. Waiting in the waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> not trying to be ironic at all. No. Yeah. No, not at all. It's so 90s, sir. Oh, wait. We are so 90s, aren't we? Uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, 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 we're from that generation. We're, we're Gen X. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing, man. I love it. Who finished second in terms of the record for for the vinyl record? I find out next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, nice. Yeah, that, that, that nice. that'll be next week's uh, album of the week. So, dang. Okay, yeah. I dig it. I dig it. You give me flashbacks so every time you throw up these albums. I think of concerts I've been to and dumb things I've done. So it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, next um, okay, next week's band. I'll give you a hint. They put on probably the best live performance you'll. You'll see live show as a show. Yeah, so I'll just put it that um, way. Oh, that's a hard one. I mean, because like I've had experiences at Rancid shows that are insane, but probably the most greatest chance of me getting killed at a show is probably Pennywise. Um, so if I was going to guess, I might say Pennywise, but I don't want to mess it up for you. All right. Yeah. I'm not going to mess it up. I'm not going to say, oh, it's a Pennywise. No, if it is, it is. That's cool. I get it. I get it. Um, that being said, uh, we've... We've had a good run. We're supposed to have Caesar jump on with us to do the coverage for Seattle. I haven't seen the man in yet. Um, yeah, don't know what's going on there. He's supposed to jump on. I haven't heard from him yet. But game on anyway. We're going to move forward. If he can jump on, we'll have him jump on and talk about it. I did want to also mention before we talked about Seattle is the LAFC Fantasy uh, League uh, has been a lot of fun for me. I'm not going to lie. It's been pretty good. We were in third place as of the end of last match day, even with the debacle in Carson, uh, I was able to survive and finish in third. So we're still in the race. I think Martel beard company is right ahead of us. And uh, this week is proving to be a little bit challenging because of the double game week, which we'll talk about with Seattle too, because they have a double game week. Uh, So good luck to everybody playing it. It's been fun. Chickaline. I'm looking at you, man. I know you're right behind me. So let the duel continue. It's, it's cool, man. It's cool. 
Uh, so that's that. Punk, if you want to stick around right now and I go over a little bit of Seattle talk, definitely do, though. And if we can get Caesar to jump on, we'll have him jump on as well. Uh, yeah. Right? So here we go. Seattle is us you know we're dealing with seattle they're the rivals uh as far as i'm concerned they should be the real sporting rivals not the ones who keep blowing games against but this is the one that plays pretty this is the one that plays hard this is the one that's western conference champion when we probably should have been uh they're the ones we're targeting if we beat them we go we go to the big show so uh we faced up really well against them the last match short-handed still got a draw got kind of close but it is what it is, right? We still, we, again, always match up well against this team. We've had great wins, hard losses. It's the proper back and forth with Seattle. I can't get mad when we play these guys because I just know how good they are and how hard it is for us to challenge them. And that's natural because both teams really do have it. They do have the talent. So good things there. Now, as for Seattle, they're sitting at four wins and a draw. Ooh, who did that? Oh, yeah. We did that. Uh, four wins in a draw, looking to gain strength. They're, they just matched their best start in club history. Real talk. Uh, this is their best start they've ever had. I know. Wild, right? Seattle, first time they've had four, you know, five games undefeated. Interesting. Uh, they always they've end it. They're, yeah, they're, right? They're, Usually they're 500, a little bit of 500, sneak in, and there they go. Like that. that tends to be what they do. Not this year. They're looking like the monster that they are. So That's scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, adding into it, not to scare y'all, but our season hasn't been going so great. We're what? One, two, and one. Uh, more questions than answers with each match that passes by. It could be one of our roughest starts in club history. I know we've never, I don't remember if ever sitting so low in the standings. Do you, Punk? No, not really. I mean, we're out of a playoff spot. I mean, we're still super early in the season, but yeah, we are but out of a playoff spot right now. It's only one winner in our first four matches. I'm not sure we've been in this world before. No, no, sure we're, we're, we're used so. to being top. Alarm bells are ringing. No, not really. They're not ringing. Uh, th- uh, there's things that, nah. that irk us, as you heard earlier, but. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, it could be a situation, again, we're playing Seattle, that there are no guarantees and you're in their house and we don't do well in their house except for, you know, maybe opening day. Uh, So there you go. It's going to be a rough one. So that being said, let's move on. Uh, Key updates for both sides. I would say for them, the key update is the new system of play. You all saw it. It's real. Uh, Last match, they kind of messed around with it a bit. And Tolo played higher this time, right? And Roldan played on the outs on the right. Uh, Leva was in the mid, so that was a little bit of a change. Rui Diaz, you had Roe and Dobelair. So they did switch some lineup up, okay? Uh, Roldan was in the middle. Yeah, Roldan's doing his thing. Uh, Ariaga, Gomez, and Dilem in the back for their for their interesting stuff three-man back setup. Fry was in goal, okay? Um, there were some subs throughout the match. Paolo came in. Smith came in. Montero came in to give him a little bit. O'Neal came in. So as you can tell, they were really shifting people around. Uh, it was kind of a, a move-around lineup because I think they're preparing for us this weekend, so there were limited minutes. That didn't leave them unscathed, though. Maybe they were hoping to get get a win which they did it was a 1-0 it wasn't the prettiest win for them 
It wasn't the something that you'd see them walk over somebody. I didn't get that vibe at all in that match. They did give up some real chances. But to me, the 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 big story was maybe their goalkeeping situation. So Stefan Fry got hurt late after they were maxed on subs. Twisted something in his leg. It's a lower body injury, and it looked really bad. He was slamming the ground after he got hurt. It was ugly. Um, and then was it? Who who went in goal? Did you did you see that moment? It was it was no, not, I didn't get. Yeah, it was um, uh, one of the Roldans, I believe, went into goal and pulled the McGee right. Return of the McGee uh, made two critical saves in the final minutes of the match. One where he got his head almost knocked off. Uh, rough tough play, but they got through it and they won the game. They snuck by with a one zero victory because of late drama. Yeah, it was Alex was on. Thank you, Marvin. I always mess up with the brothers, but it was Alex. Um, there you go, Marvin. You know, he did his job, but now Stefan Fry is injured. And he had to be carried off of the field. Didn't use his own weight. Not the kind of thing that says and suggests you're going to be back after a midweek, midweek, midweek tilt. So you're kind of like, well, now, now what are we going to do with them? So you're going to see a backup goalkeeper. I kind of guarantee that. Uh, which is weird because we never see that. Uh, I believe it's Richie would be the guy that would, would come in. Am I wrong in that? I believe that's who's going to come in. Whatever it is, it's not Fry, and that's something, especially if you're going to play three in the back. Your goalkeeper has to be a little more active, a little more engaged, but do not bet on Fry playing in this game. I also think that the lineup that we saw against San Jose is going to look nothing like the lineup that you're going to see against us. I think it's very obvious that Jao Paulo, Smith, O'Neal, they're all coming back. I mean, why would they not? Uh, Leva is probably going to drop out. Uh, Lodero is is back in the mix, right? Rui Diaz is going to be Rui Diaz. He always steps up against us. We know who these guards are. It's not like it's something that shocks us, right? We know who the lineup is. It's not surprising. The shocking thing will be us. What are we going to field? And that's going to be the story. Punk, do you think you're going to see a big change in terms of our lineup related to what happened against the Galaxy? Uh, I would say knowing Bob, we all know how Bob is. Uh, probably not. But, I mean, we're all hoping for – we haven't had any Vela updates. Uh, I mean, there was – they posted uh, – some pictures of the team training and Vela was the one, the pictures training. So hopefully we see him, but I, we can't guarantee we haven't heard nothing. So I, uh, I haven't had a chance to look at the comments yet. So I don't know people probably asking about Vela, but we haven't heard nothing. I know Joseph probably hasn't heard nothing about Vela. Well, so we know as much as you do. Probably most likely. We know enough to know that he's in full training. He's in full training. Uh, we know that he's not wearing any sort of brace or coverage. He looked like he was out there doing his thing. It, you know, we're not going to know until they get on the plane, right? Which usually happens after Thursday, you know, Friday, maybe they go. But it's a Sunday match, so that has an effect. An effect. Uh, I have a funny feeling he was saved for this match. I do. I think he'll be back. I, I think Barrett is going to be out there. I think Rossi's going to be out there. That's going to be your top three. You know, Bob likes his consistency. So the midfield, I would say, is probably going to be Latif. It's going to be K. It's going to be a Tuesta. Uh, maybe Sifu for 
blessing, but I don't think so. I th- I just, he has his people he trusts and that's how he plays them, even though it would be kind of cool to see Fuentes do his thing out there. Backline's an interesting story. We didn't talk about Moon, but Moon did play against the Galaxy. He was fine, got a yellow card, did his thing. I wouldn't say he was responsible for anything negative, but he's back. And so the question is, does Blackman start on the right or does Moon get his first chance at a start? Right? We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see Bob starting him yet. I, uh, I still don't see him starting yet, but I think he'll go with Blackman starting. And, you know, I've, I've heard mixed reactions on Moon. Like some fans are saying, oh, he looked great. And I've heard, I've heard other fans saying, well, he looked terrible. I mean, he was only in for a short time. I don't think we got a full uh, I think the reactions, the reactions we get to Moon are because of the performance by the team at the end, which isn't his fault. He's just stuck in a bad situation because the result went really wrong. Uh, I did like the physicality that he offered. He did. He doesn't mind getting stuck in, which is a good thing. Um, distribution. He had a couple really good passes where he picked players out on a run, which was strong. Blackman can do that too, but Moon in his first match was was testing out some stretched passing, which is okay. I'm okay with that. You got to take a risk to win games. Uh, distribution was fine. Again, I didn't, I didn't see negative aspects outside of him just being new in the lineup. I thought under the circumstances, being thrown into a rivalry match is a huge ask for a player, mm-hmm. and he passed the test. And especially yeah. at Carson, it wasn't like it was at our stadium. I mean, it, it was a hostile environment. I mean, the galaxy fans were, I mean, they, they brought it to the, that game um, more than mm-hmm. honestly, more than I've ever heard him bring it, bring it to a game. So, I mean, him coming into an environment like that, it's new team, new, new everything for him. Yeah. I mean, first time playing in this country. I mean, there was a lot to put into consideration as his, as he came into this match. So we can see, We'll see what happens. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he got a start, but also Segura kind of went out early from this last match. We don't know his full condition, but we are going to a stadium where they play on turf. Could Blackman get slid to the middle? Moon on the outside. And Segura gets a rest for a match. I don't know. I honestly think with only one win to show for the season, if they're healthy, you play them. You do the best you possibly can, bring the best you can, especially in the middle. So we will see what happens. Moon does look like he can definitely challenge Blackman for the right back position. We actually have a real competition there. We have Farfan as well, which makes it a beautiful thing. Uh, I'm happy to know that we have a three-way competition for right back. And also Palacios, if he can't get the job done out left, Farfan can take him out there too. Yeah, so and Farfan you get on the outside. Keep in mind, he's he's a, he's an ex uh, Portland player. So him playing Seattle, he's he's he, he's going to come up for this game because he probably most likely probably still hates Seattle because he came from Portland and Portland Seattle is like us with Carson. I mean that's a that's they hate each other. That's a rivalry. So he he could uh, yeah yeah without a doubt. So you could see minutes from him. It's tough, but I just know that we need to bounce back. So I've been really, yeah, Vic, I'm going to throw up. Victor said Farfan has been a pleasant surprise. I agree. I completely agree. I can't believe that Seattle dumped this guy to bring in another player that hasn't really shown anything 
right? They're struggling to me. I think Portland's struggling. Their back lane doesn't look, you know, they got rid of Viafania too. And you saw what, what he did against us. Uh, yeah, I think they made a mistake in the move with Farfan, especially a guy that was a homegrown for them. Crazy, but it's worked. Mm-hmm. It's definitely worked. I'm happy with what he's, what he's giving. I'll honestly say this Palacios, maybe it's a hot take on my end is not played at the level. I thought he should have been playing at this point. There are, there are cracks there and I wouldn't mind him getting into a competition for his spot. That might be a, a good thing. I, yeah, I, I'm going back. Yeah, Hector goes far fan over Palacios. I'm okay with that. I, I think guys need too. a bit of a wake up call. I do. I think Palacios has had moments that have been good and moments that have been scary, especially against Houston. The Seattle goal. I don't know where he was in that situation. Uh, yeah, he hasn't been defensively not covering as good as he should have. Passing wise, distribute distributing the ball, okay, but he's a defender. You know, there's responsibility there. And there's been some openings. So Farfan hasn't shown that to me yet. I think he's looked sound in his defensive duties. Houston against Picot. Maybe there was one moment there. But you got to say, you know, that's not his real position, right? He's better on the left side. So let's see what happens there. I just like the fact that there's a competition. Yeah, yeah. And then a couple of other comments. I, I was, I'm looking at my comments right now. Ox and Hector both said that they thought Moon looked aggressive, which we agree with it. And he mm-hmm. got the yellow card. And you, Quick yellow. Yeah. You guys, you guys were talking about that earlier that we needed more aggressiveness against cards. I mean, they got six yellow cards. That's, to me, that's a good thing. I mean, you got to be, I mean, in a rivalry game, you got to play aggressive. So, yeah. So I agree. Ox and Hector, you guys bring up a good point that uh, Moon was, was aggressive. Yep. Agreed. I think I'll, I'll throw up Marvin's comment. Marvin Chavez, he goes, Farfan has dynamic energy and movement, and his crosses are pretty good. I do feel he's not as strong defensively at times, but he has lots of potential. Your classic homegrown, right? Uh, he, he, he's showing that that's where he's at, but I really do think that he could challenge Palacios. I do. If Palacios goes down, I feel confident with Farfan out there. I'm fine with him out there. Uh, and now it understands why Nahar kind of went even if he got healthy, why we let him go? Because he cost a lot. And we have guys that have been brought in that are better. Let's be honest. So, yeah, it's good to have the competition, but we should have it out outside. You know, our defensive situation hasn't been always stellar on the outside. So that's fine. That's good. Uh, center back situation. I mean, I was so mad about Murillo in the last game. I was kind of like, send him to Vegas. That's how mad I got in the moment there. Of course, that's Russia <laughs> blood. That's not making sense. That's pure emotion. But I was like, send him to Vegas so he gets it right. No, it's a mistake. It happened. We have to move on. We have to get better. And he has to redeem himself. And Seattle will be a fine way to redeem yourself, sir. So I can't see him not getting in the lineup and secure. If he's healthy, he starts. If he's not, Blackman slides in. And then you could have the Farfan versus Moon battle. So backline's a little unstable because we don't know Segura's situation 100% yet. Forward situation. Uh, if Vela can't play, Punk, what do you think they do? Where are they going with it? Well, right now we've had a Rossi. Uh, gosh, all of a sudden his name—I I was about to say his name from uh, Beard. Yeah, uh, but our third, most likely right now, I would put. My mind just went blank all of a sudden, man. I, I, I was reading the comments, and then uh, you, you know what. Uh, knowing that it's three guys in the back, I might want to see something, something crazy and hungry like a Torres situation. They aren't planning for him. 
to get him out there to run one out, maybe that could shake things up. I think Baird and Rossi are your given. They're out there no matter what. It's it's the third man in. If it's not Vela, Moose hasn't really shown it yet. He hasn't owned it. Jennings hasn't really gotten the shot. We've seen him for a little bit. Palacios, if he does, he withdraws a little more. So he's kind of not the guy pushing the envelope on this. And we've seen it can have negative impacts. Um, I feel that Bob feels the most comfortable with Palacios. He does. Uh, but you got to wonder about the young kids, right? You got to wonder if Torres gets his shot. You gave him a shot against Portland and he did okay, right? Um, now, they were saying Opoku, but I think Opo- didn't Opoku get injured or against Vegas? I heard something about. No, I, I mean, yeah, I haven't heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. So Opoku has been good if he's healthy. So, yeah, that would be interesting. It would be cool um, to see the kids. I mean, we haven't seen the kids up this season yet. So it would be nice to see Torres get some minutes. I mean, he looked good last season, so it, it would be nice to see him uh, come back. So, yeah, uh, yeah. See, Marvin just said he was injured he in, in the Vegas it. game in the 30th minute. Yeah, so. he, he went down. He went down early. Um, Moose did score on a penalty in that game, if that means something. Um, yeah, Sacramento, but yeah, yeah, he went down, he went down in the 30th and they had to take him off. So again, taking you, taking you off in the first half suggests something not so great happening. So uh, I pray Opoku, he's okay. That's, that's a, that's Larry's guy. Uh, Larry, Larry, like he's a big Opoku fan. So I am too. Yeah. I, I'm good. I like Opoku. He definitely, he can slide in better than Sifuentes in that role. Yeah, I agree. That, really? For sure. Really? Uh, so we'll see if a poke was healthy. Maybe he plays. I just pray it's, I just pray it's Vela that, that yeah, we've waited long enough. Yeah, yeah. Return of the King. Here we go against those guys. Uh, run a play. Dude, expect it to be an open battle. Nobody's parking anything. You know, I, again, we go to war against these guys. We step up, they step up and it turns into the class match of the week. Every time we play them, that's fine. I'm good with it. I love rivalries like this. It's proper. So predictions, you know, we're not crazy enough to make those on the show. It's more of the lineups and what we think. I think you're going to get a, a barn burner is what you're going to get. I think we're going to step it back up again. I think we're going to rebound from this last ugly match um, and give it to these guys because they're not going to park it against us. They're going to come at us. So we'll get our openings and we can pick our places and hurt these guys and they can really hurt us. We all know Rui Diaz. So, yeah, he, he's, I mean, we, we shut him out, but he's had a good season. I mean, he's, he's, he took, wait, did he score two or three against uh, Carson? I think he scored twice against Carson a couple weeks ago. So, two, yeah, okay. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. But he, he, he's yep. been playing a Rudy Diaz season, and we can, I mean, we know what he's done against us. He's, he scares us. <laughs> we can't let him scare us. We, we, we were able to shut him down last time. If we can do it again, we can beat these guys. Yeah, I just think it's a different kind of rivalry with them. We mm-hmm. we do step up on that team. We show up for that one, and I think we'll show up again. I'm confident we will. It's just we're in their house, and that makes it tough. Um, With that, let's see. Anything else you want to add on the Seattle, or just let this rip? We know these guys all too well. Let's bring it. Let's, let's bring, bring it. All right, which means we're going to bring all you guys. Throw out your comments. Get crazy. Let's make it happen. I'm just going to go in reverse, and it might be chaotic, but let's let's hear from all of you. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's push back all the way. 
this is fun to do, isn't it, Punk? To see where <laughs> we're at. And it goes back to the the madness against Carson. Uh, Roberto, you're the first up. We go back to the Carson situation. It says it's frustrating. All these LA casual watchers are annoying. They're like, oh, Chicharito. It, it's like, dude, this guy just came here to retire. Dude, did he create anything on the day? No, he doesn't create things. Like, we know that. You have to give him the opportunity and he gets it. Um, I'll say my mom was watching the game and she turned the sound off because she was tired of hearing Chicharito every five seconds. Because like, <laughs> She didn't get it. She goes, he's not doing anything. Why do they keep talking about him? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he cherry picks. That's his job. He's a, yeah. He finds space and he, and he poaches. That's his job. But if you don't give him the space and you don't turn the ball over, he's going to watch the game like all of us. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Gomez Jr. I love the license plate, sir. It says we have months until the game at home. Better be like, or better than MLS's back match. Yeah, I, I, we got hurt. I think this one injured us, so we better get there. Uh, <laughs> LOL man in trash can. I love it. Uh, I thought moon did good. I agree. Moon did good. Right. Didn't stand out too crazy. Got physical. Kind of just did his job which sometimes that's all you need from a player. And he made us a couple of good, decent passes at length. So, yes. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about it. We can now because Marvin did. Uh, Marvin says, can y'all believe Janela gets paid more than double Segura's salary? <laughs> this is called speculation. It's kind of like cryptocurrency. Janela is our version of cryptocurrency. We think he can resell him for something higher, so we buy him high. Segura is somebody that we don't think we're going to sell high because of his age. I think that's where that hits at, even though Segura is, dude, miles better than, than Janela. I think it's the resale value on a young player. Again, we're playing the market on these guys for resale, so we pay more. That's why Rodriguez gets an insane amount of money for what he doesn't produce. Right. And we hope the resale pays that off. That's the play. I know. Does it make sense? Does it really, does the finances really show the, the individual player's contribution to club? No. In many cases, it might. In other cases, it's contributions to the pocketbook when, they, when their time with us is over. And so their value is already higher than it should be because you know there's going to be a resale, kind of like a car. Right. So. Yeah, that's where that makes not a whole lot of sense, but then you see it's the potential. And if Janela wakes up, which he has a skill set, it's just we haven't, you know, he's young. He's a kid. We'll see how it goes in, the next, in this next season if, if he does make it. But right now, yeah, he's paid higher than what his performances have given because of the resale value. Uh, yeah, Hector, you're right. We lost that game. They didn't win it. Agreed. Move on from that. Uh, Marvin, I think we called out Bob early. I went off early, and you were correct, sir. It does lie on Bob. He puts the men out there. It's his job to get them ready. That simple. If they don't perform, right, the job didn't get done. Uh, yeah, let's see. Who else can we say here? We've got, uh, yeah, coaching staff. Jorge Ruvalcaba calls out the coaching staff as well. The guys weren't up. It wasn't right. We dominated, just didn't get the job done. Uh, Marvin's wondering about the playoff mentality. You like the mama mentality for Bob? Could be something there. Pressure matches aren't showing up for us. They're just not. We had one big moment against Latan. Outside of that, can we think of others? It's hard. 
So long, long run, yes, we've been powerful. We won a supporter shield. That's amazing. But in pressure knockout matches, we did show something in in CONCACAF. Definitely showed something there. But that's I'm not seeing that CONCACAF team quite yet. Not at all right now. It's not looking it. Uh, let's see. Oh, yes. Hooligan Ox called out the subs like I did earlier. Uh, keep moving down the line here. Um, keep moving. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Brennan wants to know about the B-Rod situation. I guess he comes back when the transfer window opens up, sir. So he's talking about B-Rod, un unused sub in his last game. How long was his contract with us? We're stuck with another year for sure. So one at least. Uh, Unless we can make a deal, I think we'll still find a way to make a deal. Uh, Jorge Ruvalcaba says we keep signing USL players. Yes, we do. That's the second division. They don't cost as much. And we fill the roster and send them to Vegas. So, yeah, I mean, we do need to have a full roster. So there, there is that. And I think Jennings can prove to be very valuable to us in the long run here. He does have a lot of upside. Others do as well. We'll see. A lot of projects in play there. Uh, B-Rod will be benched. I don't think B-Rod will even dress for us again if, in, if in a perfect world. I don't think, again, he doesn't want to come back, so I think something will get worked out there. just doesn't seem that way. Uh, B-Rod, from Hector Gonzalez, if B-Rod does come back, should he play in the midfield? Well, I'll be honest. He plays way better if he's in the midfield, but in a system that has four or five midfielders. That's what he does with Uruguay. He's more withdrawn. He gets an extra 10 to 15 yards to approach anybody, which then he hits you at speed. Uh, we don't play that system. And I think a lot of the, a lot of the shot on B-Rod is because he is playing out of his natural role where he's comfortable, which a player should be versatile. Let's be real. But I do think that wing isn't his specialty. He's just training into it. And I think that's why we run into these moments because you see ball skills good. Vision is good with him if he has space to do so. But wing has been a dog for him. Uh, it has. But if you get him back into the midfield, more space, I think you'll see something special from him. It's just our system doesn't quite match his approach. Oil and water. I think that's where we're at with him right now, which is sad because he's a very high-skilled player. Uh, let's see. We have Robert, Roberto Espinosa. B-Rod, man, is what happens when agents get in their heads. I don't think there's ever a player that hasn't had an agent in their head to help them in their business. Uh, that's why they're there. They're there to pump their guy up and move them on. Um, B-Rod came here on a mission. He knew his mission wasn't here. This wasn't the end game. It was definitely a, a, a stepping point. The problem is your stepping point falls apart when you have to fight for minutes just to start even in MLS. So does that earn him a trip to Europe? I guess it did in this case, but now he might be coming back home. So there we are. Uh, Marvin signing too much. He says, uh, we're signing too much young experiments. We need to make some solid proven players with experience. So if you listen to John Thorington's interview, I think it was on in the Atlantic. I think I'm probably misquoting. Uh, he mentioned Ajax and the vibe that they bring off and how, their ethos is we don't buy stars, we make them. Dortmund's kind of got that mindset too. And I think the way MLS operates and how limited the budgets are, our mindset is pretty much the same thing. We're going to make stars. Or at least be a halfway house for stars, future stars, which is 
B-Rod situation, right? Uh, so I think that's ethos of club uh, where we're at. Personally, I believe since this window appears to be looking like it could be closing soon with Rossi and Atuesta possibly getting sold, we need a cup. We need it now. I'm I'm more than willing to see an older player come in that can tear things up because in case you haven't noticed guys like Nani and others are thriving in the league right now. And that would be kind of guys that would do things for us. I like to have a showpiece player. That would be cool to work with Vela. Um, I know Aguero is the name everybody keeps bringing up. I just don't know if we can afford him or if he's even going to leave Europe. I'm hearing Chelsea now. So I don't know if we could lure that guy away. It would be an absolute coup and we would walk over everybody. So. There's that. I'm rooting for it 100%, like most of you guys. Uh, moving on to Ox. He was talking about uh, B-Rod. Let's move away from the B-Rod situation. Uh... Oh, yeah, players in their prime. Like Marvin says, Vela came in his prime. You do have to know that Vela and even Chicharito and Carson were kind of recycling opportunities in a way they weren't leaving on the greatest of terms from the clubs they were leaving from. They were kind of in need of a change of scenery. Um, but there's a lot of players like that. So we can find them. That's for sure. We have one now. We'll see what happens, but I would still take, I would still take what, if that happened, right? Uh, we're talking about form. So Jorge Ruvalcaba mentions that we should play the way we did against Liga Mekis teams. Yeah, I agree. Angry. You saw how nasty Atuesta played in those games and how we gave it back. You saw all the flopping from Club America. We gave it to these guys. That's what you have to do against Carson. I agree. Well, let's see. Moving forward. Gonna skip 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 uh mark you have a good point sir mark says the city is ours we're undefeated in the stands our squad isn't matching us on the pinch it's simple as that i think that's where we're at we know in the stands we own it we know in the streets we own it it's the field where we're failing and i will say that word failing if you're losing the rivalry it's failure agreed uh you won't win it in the stands forever if you can't get a handle on this rivalry We'll be here. 3252 is not going to fade. We're going to do our thing. But random dude on the street. Yeah, that's a hard battle to keep, especially in this town. Uh, moving forward. Sad news from Brendan out of Australia. He says, looks like international travel for me won't happen until 2023. Yes, COVID's keeping our, our good buddy away, man. But we... we <laughs> We can't wait to get you back here. The door is open. We're just waiting. We'll get you back home. Your second home. Uh, back in the stands. That's for sure. Uh, let's see. I know Punk was talking about it, guys. In terms of information, who gets to go to the games? I don't have anything. You know, it's it's right now. It's <laughs> yeah. We'll wait for the emails to know who else is going. Uh, moving from there, we talked about Fugazi. Rastagari says, yeah, Fugazi repeater. You're right. I love it. Good choice. Punk, good choice. Everyone who made the choice <laughs> with the vinyl club. Well done, folks. Uh, Fry injured. We did talk about that. That's huge for us, to be honest, with the three-man defense that's going to stand out. Uh, other things. 
Hooligan Oxes rolled on. Yeah, which one is the player to watch out for? Both of them, right? Both of them. Uh, O'Neal's the guy to watch out for this year. This guy doesn't do anything like scoring-wise, and all of a sudden he's become a threat because he's allowed to move forward. So I'd say watch out for O'Neal on the back post. We're not the only one that he hurt. So that's real. And Rui Diaz is, of course, danger, man. So, yeah, the Roldan, Roldan, Alex Roldan, both Roldans, consistency is what they do. Um, that's the whole lineup. That's Seattle. You know, it, it, they are kind of the juggernaut, and we're the ones trying to challenge for that. We got a ways to go, though, to get there, but we're not that far off. Any other ones? Uh, opinions on Moon, Marvin Chavez, Roberto Espinoza, all giving good reviews towards Moon, which is why we said, yeah. Uh, Mark said he, Moon did dump the ball. He did, but your decision-making in a dump situation is the clear, right? When in doubt, out. I think I heard that as a child, and we didn't go there. So, uh, Hooligan Ox likes the strategy of subbing Moon in for Blackman as the game goes on. I think we all can live with that. Uh, we love Blackman, and I don't blame him for the first goal. And, uh, yeah, real talk. He play, He does do well against teams like Seattle, so he'll step up. Uh, Roberto Espinosa says Moon looked like he had something to prove. He definitely does. Remember, he's a national player for South Korea. And if you don't get minutes and you don't feature, you lose that role. He has something to play for. So, yeah, he definitely has something going there. His aggressiveness is good. It's probably a lot of a Vela situation where he's meeting with him on this. And he's got good mentors within this club. Uh, I like the hunger, too. I agree. Victor earlier mentioned that that Farfan was a pleasant surprise. I agree. We talked about him earlier. So we're going to keep running through comments. The predictions. So Baird, Rose, Rossi, and Moose are the predictions from Roberto for this match. That is if Vela doesn't play. I think if Vela can, he starts. Nestor called for Opoku if he's healthy, right? If he's healthy. If not, no. Um, I called for Torres just because I want to shake things up, and I feel like shaking things up after what we just went through. But, man, I really need Vela out there. Uh, let's see. Last ones. We're getting close to the end here. Moving, moving, moving. Ooh, there's a good one. Mark Lopez is calling clean sheet. I wouldn't put it past Cisniega this year, and we haven't really talked enough about Cisniega this year. Let's just say it. He's been Mr. Consistent for us back there. He hasn't yeah, shown I, liability. Right, Punk? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I think there's – this sounds crazy. I think there's less pressure on him this year without the goalie controversy. I think he's more comfortable. He doesn't have that back of his mind thinking, well, I could lose my job. I could not be in there next week with a Vermeer out. He seems more uh, – Confident, not confident. He looks more relaxed, more comfortable. I think he knows the job is his. Uh, he knows it's his job to lose now, and it's he's the starter. Now. There's no, like, going week by week going, okay, am I going to play this week? Am I not going to play this week? I think he, he looks more comfortable this, this season. He looks more confident. Uh, I mean, he's – because of him, we're probably not 0-4. I mean, Austin, <laughs> you know, he, he's made some big saves this season, you know, so he's Even been kind of goal. Like the last time he played Seattle, he got the first stop. He still got into it. Yeah. Uh, I know. I like what Seattle. I, I, I like what Cisnega is doing. 
Uh, he does look like he's comfortable in the role because he knows he's playing every week. I agree. I think it's consistent play time makes you a better goalkeeper. It's proving itself right now. I'm happy. I really don't think we need to make a move for anybody in the moment. I think Romero, I know he got shellacked by, by Galaxy 2, but if you watch the game, it wasn't on him. Uh, the kid's got it. He does. He can be a definite understudy under Cisniega. It's good if we have a guy that's playing competently and young at the same time. Uh, so I'm I'm in, in Cis's camp right now. San Cisniega, more power to you, sir. Let's see you put on a show against Seattle. Uh, Hector, this is interesting rumor. I don't, I haven't heard anything energy on this one, but here it is. Hector Gonzalez says, I heard LAFC is interested in Buffon. What do you guys think? I don't want another Vermeer Cisniega situation. Interesting point. We were just talking about that. That's fine. Okay. So Buffon, as much leadership as he has, uh, he's very old. Uh, I know, I know it's Buffon. I know, I get it. He's an amazing player. But he's past those prime years. And do you really want to throw another old guy into the mix that kind of stunts Cisniega's growth at this stage? No. I honestly don't unless there's a problem. And I don't I don't see this making much sense. Uh, I'd say look back to New England Revolution back in the day when they brought in Walter Zanga. Entertaining. Fun. What's he going to get to you at the end of the day, though? I just, the long haul, I don't think Buffon's the right choice. It, it, it holds us back long-term. So my my vibe, but I get it. Dude's a superstar, international superstar. He's been amazing through the years. Great leader. I get it. But yeah, I, uh, I he'd come to retire, let's be honest. Uh, Hooligan Ox is kind of calling out Vela a little bit. Uh, he says Vela needs to step up, make up for the lost time. He needs to earn that check, especially for what he gets paid. Let's go. Hmm. Uh, okay, so I'm going to jump on this. Sorry, Ox. I can't attack a guy for getting hurt. I can't. He didn't want to go out of the game in that moment, but he was really hurt. Vela wants to be back in. Vela wants to step up. If you know anything about Vela, the man's a competitor. He can't take the fact that Chicharito is ahead of him for the goal race. He wants to be the MVP. He stated as much. I think when the man is healthy, you're going to see an angry Vela. He had to he had to miss this. You know, it was killing him to miss that match. I think even for him being a game time decision because of his own drive. Right. He'll be back. He'll be strong. He'll be angry. We're going to get classic Vela. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Marvin brings up LV lights. And yeah, I guess we can touch on LV lights a little bit. Um, LV lights problem looks like the players don't know each other. There's no chemistry and general lack of talent. Their defense and passing are no good. Yeah. I, you know, honestly it was hot garbage against galaxy Two. Terrible. First half was all right. Feel each other out. Second half, man, they, they basically bottled it after falling behind and it, it made me angry and I'm not even a Las Vegas fan. To me, I'm like, if you're going to wear those colors, you got to fight for those colors. I know it's not black and gold, but when you're wearing the colors on the day, dude, re realize you're representing a city. Um, it's not just getting a run out for training. I know they, they the systems are identical because it is kind of like our feature side. But for those who are paying season tickets over there, for those who are putting the time in to make that club happen in Vegas, fight for them, man. Like, it's kind of an extension of our own reputation if you don't. 
put it in, make it happen. I know, I know you want to step up. The best way to stay home and not have to go on these road trips is to kill it with that club. So kill it with that club, make it happen. I think there's talent there. There's some injuries I think they've got early, but I think it's simply because they haven't really connected as to the fact that they're playing in the USL and USL is a lot better than people think it is. The step between MLS, the USL is not as great as you think it is. So yeah, I think the intensity needs to match what the rest of the league is doing and guarantee you the USL teams when they face Vegas are looking at it as we're playing LAFC in a way and let's take it to these guys, right? We know they're bouncing back and forth. Let's take it to them, show what we got because guess what? If LAFC is watching our guys, well, they're watching the opponent too. So there's a scouting opportunity there. You got to think of that as well. So they have to expect tough matches, but they need to step up. I agree. Uh, in terms of coaching with Cherndola, I mean, he's following our system here. He's just, he's got to work on those guys. Uh, oh yeah. The Buffon rumor just kind of ran through. I see that. Uh, Marcial called out Romero for one mistake in goal. Man, it happens. Uh, first one I've seen from him, he didn't, I really didn't see many mistakes in the Galaxy 2 match because he got throttled, but yeah, I think he was caught up. So there's there's got to be some work at play there. Definitely he's going to get better before he moves up with us and, and, and gets playtime with us. That's why one more reason why Cisniega has to step up and not hold his lose that job because he's got a real understudy behind him that needs more time to season. That's for sure. Uh, Victor, exactly, dude. USL is fire. It's highly underrated and it keeps getting better. Uh, and in case you guys didn't know, Victor's out in Omaha supporting the Bujos. Uh, it's pretty cool, man. Uh, I'm going to actually go visit Victor, uh, when I go on my wild road trip during our three weeks off. So I'll go check out a USL game with him. Um, uh, maybe we'll get a Midwest pod while I'm on the road trip. So yeah, uh, USL is getting better. There's a lot of talent there. Don't underestimate it. It is it is improving year by year, just like MLS has been improving year by year. You've seen the games this week. The league is tightening up, and their league is getting better. So enjoy the football that we get quality football all over the place because it is not as bad as you all think it is. It's pretty good. Um, Roberto Espinosa says, this isn't Carson. We don't want to be a paycheck for retirees. Agreed. It has to be the right fit. It has to be the right fit. I would take Aguero because the guy is an angry kind of player and he'd still show up. Uh, others, maybe not. I wouldn't want to go to the Miami route and bring a bunch of brothers to play together. And yeah, my old buddy is the coach kind of situation. Long term, that will crumble. So no, our program is right. We just need a little bit of experience to jump in with the young kids to get us across the line and win some trophies. Right. Uh, any final comments? Oh, yeah, Brennan. In case you guys didn't know, uh, USL is on ESPN Plus. You can watch all the games. So watch them. Check it out, especially uh, Vegas uh, to see what our guys are doing. Go for it. It's it's free. I mean, if, I mean, if you have Plus, it's, it's there. So run with it. Uh, final thought. Uh, Roberto says he has family in Nebraska and never been though, though I do too. They haven't been to, uh, the games either, but now that I'm going to go, I think they're following me along and they're going to go too. So there you go. Uh, and Ox has his final comment, final comment from Ox. He says, we all know how plastic Carson is. They always need a big name to sell jerseys. Dude. It sounds like a car sales like situation. We just keep repeating the name till people like them. 
Uh, we see it on the broadcast. We see it everywhere. It's just how they do. It's how they do. And they try to do it with our players on the national broadcast with Vela, 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 which is the point where it annoys all of us. Focus on the rest of them out there. There's other guys. Atuesta should be getting just as much billing for what he's done for us, but he doesn't because they want the one big name. Uh, how many DPs should be younger experiments? I like this question. I'm good with tackling. I'll let Ox. Ox, how many DPs do you think should be young? How many do you think should be experienced? Because it's like that magic number. You got three to play with. Can you hear us, Ox? Oh, not Ox. He's... All right. Uh, yeah. Throw it up there. He didn't put a comment. So uh, I'll give this one back to Jason. Jason, what do you think, man? If you're going to pick your DPs, what are you going to run with? Uh, Ox just said yes, but uh, definitely maybe a mix. You know, I say three, but kind of a mix of a – I think you still need that veteran. You don't need to go with the guys about to retire, but someone who has good experience and kind of some young DP as well. But uh, but you, you still – I mean, you. it's hard to put a price on experience, uh, good leader, but you, you, you want to bring someone in who's not here to retire, though. I and mean, we we see that. It's not just Carson. We've seen it in the history of MLS. We've seen a lot of guys come <laughs> yeah. to the league and just retire. But then we've seen other guys come to this league and excel. And, you know, they, they don't only sell tickets, but they kind of, like, lead that team. And uh, that's what I'd like to see in a DP. I think mean, it would be cool. I mean, Vela's, Vela's a perfect example of that. He's not one. I mean, he, he is – older in soccer terms, but he's also a star and he's proven himself and he's become a leader on this team. So that's, it's nice to see a DP that does that. I mean, it, it drives me crazy when I see MLS teams just bring in some old, I mean, yeah, the guy had great years, but they bring him here to me. Like I said, it's usually just to sell tickets and it, it does work. I mean, it does sell tickets. Uh, I mean, we, we've seen, the guys down the street do it a few times and it's worked for them. And sometimes it does not work at all for them. And the, the guys just look, it's kind of sad to watch another career playing like that, but yeah, see what Ox's final answer was. Yeah. I just see that experience DP. So you need one that's experienced, right? Yeah. Uh, I'd be okay with two experience and one, one to run with. Um, I kind of like where New England's at, right, with their DP situation. I think that kind of makes a little bit of sense. Philly, too. You got, a, uh, you know, two two more experienced and one younger. I'm okay with that. Uh, you can't be all three young. And I, I have a hard time calling Vela old. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, you know, even better would be one experienced, one prime, one young. That would be your ideal situation. But mm. that's a hard sell and it's a hard one to do. But if you can do it, you're in a good place. So, yeah, looking at the comments, everybody's kind of on the board of one, you know, one experience, one young, two young one uh, in prime. Yeah, I, yeah, that, that, that's the way to go. It and sometimes the young can be that. a bad. I mean, sometimes the young can be bad. I mean, we well, all know. gamble. Yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, that's our issue. Our third, our third DP has failed pretty much every time. It's been a failure for us. We've been gambling and it hasn't paid off. We're hoping the next one does. But in this case, we might be going for two new ones this year. Right? The rumors of Rossi are real. So hmm. it is what it is. So we'll see what happens. 
Uh, so that's where we're at. I love it. Tam is what saves the day for us. That's why I have so many other good, young, talented uh, folks on our side, players on our side, like you see them, Cifuentes and all those guys. Uh, so, yeah. And again, experience is good. Really old is not. <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Uh, cool. So any final comments before I let this go? Do you see any others there uh, before we move on, Jason? No, uh, no. I think All we're right. good. Thank you, everyone, for putting it in there. I'm going to tell you guys, put them in early. Send me emails on it if you'd like to uh, from the heart of LAFC so we could throw it in there. If you ever want to come on the show, let me know as well. Uh, their question is, where's Caesar and Christine? Well, Caesar had a game tonight. Uh, he's going to try to sneak on. And Christine's on the road because she I think, I think she's playing in the Bay Area tomorrow. So they're traveling. There it is. Um, and, yeah. Uh, right now, basically, I can have up to six people on with me. So if you're on on and you're looking for that moment, that chance, hit me up. Our segments give openings. So dig it. Love it. Thank you, everybody, once again. Uh, final thought before we move on, Jason. Uh, my final thought is, hey, let's get ready for Seattle. I'm I'm ready. Uh, we got to bring our, our A game. It's in Seattle. So I'm ready for the match. Let's have fun. Uh, have fun at the watch parties. Be safe at the watch parties. And uh, let's go. <laughs> let's go. There it is. There it is. Uh, let me see. Who else do we have here? Let me go. I'm jumping on. So I'll give my moment as well here. Uh, <laughs> I like how Roberto's is stuck there. Younger experiments and all that. So I'll throw my comment out there. Final thought of my day. One, get better. Get over Carson. We got to move on. We don't have time to dwell anymore. I've said my piece. I'm moving on to the next time. We got to play them. It's time to focus on Seattle and get ourselves right. So when it comes time to August, those guys were a speed bump for us. Get moving. Get people back. Uh, on our end, keep our noses up, but demand better. You should demand more from your club. That's a sign of health that you demand more. Expectations are a good thing. So let's maintain those expectations. And again, push push the club to be what it says it's going to be. If we're a challenger club, we got a challenge. And we can challenge beyond uh, this town, beyond Southern California. Own your rivalry, but then push it forward. So that's where I'm at. Again, everybody keep your chin up. Go to those watch parties if you can. Wear the mask if you need to, right? We're not over it yet. We'll get over it. Follow through and, of course, get your vaccinations. That's critical. Um, final note, let's do this. Let's get three points against Seattle. And, of course, stay golden. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder. The black and gold is taking over. <laughs>